0: Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, thank you for joining me for another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You chose to spend some time with me, I never take that lightly. Before we get into today's show, let that beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right, welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you are in shape at least, your brain should be. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Medicine Ball Podcast, where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind. Now, exercise in your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now, if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand, as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training, practice, and work. Now, I'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off of instinct does require effort. And who doesn't prefer things that are easy? Well the first step my friends can be very easy, and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers, you will however begin to look at all things with more peace, understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and effective strategies. To help you deal with this thing called life Now before I go any further I'm no doctor I'm no psychiatrist I'm no psychologist I have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level 1 For 16 years And I got to a point in my life Where I started looking at the person I was becoming Versus the person I wanted to be And that required me, amongst other things, to look at my mental health responsibly. So whether or not you're diagnosed or not, or know someone who is, or one of the many people who I'm sure can use some tips, tricks, and effective strategies to help them deal with life, E-L-E, pull up a seat, kick up your feet, this is your family, alright? Welcome home, no judgment zone, that's what I like to say. Let's get into this week's episode, season 3, episode 2, Stunted Growth, yeah yeah. Quick news for y'all, announcements. I wanted to have Medicine Ball gear ready by this week's episode to actually shoot video and incorporate my podcast live and what's going on while wearing the gear as well as make the gear available. Unfortunately, uh, which this episode is going to talk about a little bit, it didn't work out, but I wouldn't even say that. I actually told the guy who does it, man, I'd rather it be. He told me it could be done today, and then I told him I'd rather it be done right then fast and then he said it would be here on tuesday we'll get it in next week just more of an opportunity to get content that is coming web um i let you guys know last week the website is back up and running please feel free to give me uh feedback subscribe join the newsletter the newsletter i try to send out exclusive content more content that you wouldn't uh have unless you were subscribed in order to make it worth your while i don't want to just fill up your uh, mailbox i already know how that is uh if you don't like it you know Send it on. Share it. Always YouTube. I've been shooting a lot of video. I've been getting more involved with the video. It is coming so far. I'm just kind of trying to gauge it. I have an intro video up there. If you go to my website, the YouTube link is related to the video that's on my website. Or you can go just uh, follow me on YouTube. I promise you guys I'm going to give you content It's medicine ball LS3. I just want to get, you know, significant following. So it's not as hard on me to, you know, after I've done so much to get Instagram, my other platforms up pretty much start from the beginning on youtube which in itself is a project um by itself all right um and my goal i wanted to let you guys know please go check me out on all my social medias my uh, name is always going to be the same medicine ball ls3 instagram is kind of being my strong point right now i have a goal of 5,000 followers within the next two or three months you know um i don't have any really expectations but i want to shoot for a solid number or at least a number so help me out if uh you know, I'll follow you back. At least send, send me a message. If you're somebody who listens to the show, send me a message. I'll, I'll look at the messages and I'll definitely follow you back. Um, And uh, again, that's Medicine Ball LS and the number three. Medicine Ball LS3. All right. Let's get right into it. Now, this week's episode, season three, episode two, Stunted Growth. Right off the bat, I want to uh let people know where the uh, name itself came from. And I know it came from something else, but kind of the way that was in front of my face to make it be the name and follow the concept that I had for this week's show. It's a, a guy on YouTube. Go look it up, Stunted Growth. And what he does is he does videos. Um, You know, this is Medicine Ball. We do incorporate exercising and all that kind of stuff with a lot of strategies. But um, he does videos of, like, basketball players who may, be, may have been, like, really, really good in uh, high school and then college or even the uh, NBA for the first few years are actually a substantial amount of time. And he mixes it up. So, for instance, he said he had one video. Why do uh, some people think Tracy McGrady shouldn't have been a first ballot Hall of Famer? And a first ballot Hall of Famer pretty much means you're unanimous the first year of eligibility to the Hall of Fame. Then they'll say something like, and, you know, I'm an 80s baby. So these names may ring bells with others more. Uh, well, with some more than others. How is Kevin Johnson? You know, KJ from... uh." Uh, the Phoenix Suns. We played uh, with Barkley for a minute. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, here's a her name. Here's why Chris Webber isn't in the Hall of Fame. And he mixes it up so much. Was Kenyon Martin a bust? You know, because just because some of these guys are superstars and known stars, he really puts a spin on it. Some of them are champions, but he's like, even though you're a five time champion, you're were a, a, a first pick, a first round first pick. And you have three rings, but all three of those years you were injured. Like Adam Morrison, you know, he played, the, you know, for my Lakers. So, of course, I know him. He was real huge in Gonzaga. And I didn't even know he had three rings, but he didn't play. He was just on the bench with Kobe that whole time. And so he spends on He even goes into uh, Sean Kemp, had $95 million, now broke. Larry Johnson, uh, some people might remember, Grandmama, um, he's now broken, you know, by broke... It, Broke as opposed to the amount of money that they made, of course. So uh I thought it was really awesome because uh, you know, when I think about stunted growth, um, you know, and this is just kind of a dry but layman's term definition, when development stops short of success, and that's what he talks about in a lot of those situations. And as soon as and I and I watch a lot of them, and you know, I try to be supportive since I'm learning about YouTube. Um, I know that the likes actually matter. You watching the whole video (laughs) actually matters. You turning your notification, all of that actually matters. So I think it's good content. He also gives his tips. And what makes him qualified is he played with, like, I think Delonte West or against Delonte West. But he's a hooper. He played overseas. So uh, shout him out. But I like his stuff. I wanted to shout that out. But I agree with it. So last week, let's get right on into it. Uh, I said that I had an announcement I didn't really want to speak on. Uh, because some people who I work with may listen to the podcast. I don't want to shake anything up. But um, everything has been signed. It is official. Uh, I have already started the training process. But at my day job, uh, God has blessed me. Um, you know, right at a year of, of hard work. And, like, I'm, I'm, this is only for God's testimony. No cockiness of me. I was promoted to officially be a supervisor or manager of a team at the company I work for. I actually am blessed enough to work from home, which is a mixed boat. It's good. And, you know, I don't even think there's anything bad about it, but that's just more of a plus. And um, I started thinking about, like, what it really took me to get there. My relationship with God, of course, you know. And uh, not only that, just life, what I'm going through. I just mentioned at the beginning, um, I'm starting this YouTube channel, man. And, like, I'm a research guy, and I know how perception works from my days of like even promoting promoting clubs and working in music like the youtube thing so i researched it and it's like that really is some stuff you got to do or you can mess it up with the algorithm the tags the driving you know growth and all of that etc stuff that's like another full-time job on fact of the team leader which which i'm blessed with job. but we'll get into that um you know, uh, I received an email from the church that I, 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 I um, am a member of about volunteering. So I, I expect the young lady to give me a call back, but it's actually volunteering to use programs to help other people volunteer, which falls in line is like it's a way for me to give back um, as well as the music, you know and not to mention mamba more responsibilities and i'm not saying all of this to say that i'm going through anything that anyone else is but just to kind of tell you it's another level and from the first look it can be like man that's uh that's wild but it brought me back to stunted growth for this reason initially when i looked at the expectations and kind of and i'm not gonna get into all the details but just kind of the environment and you know it's real and you know, corp, quote, unquote, corporate America, especially amongst management with how you carry yourself and things of that nature. And, yeah, it's hard work. It's, you know, a lot of it is my faith, my devotionals. And it all goes back to what I said, you know, um, changing who I was and who I wanted to be. You know, even though I'm being hit with a lot of stuff and it is a lot of information it is overwhelming inside of the work opportunity, just as well as the podcast life. You know, you work overtime. You still got to do. I'm not complaining, but it's like you look at all of that. And when I had to really look at like how I got there with God and following discipline in his word and living the way I feel he wants me to live, it got me there. So I shouldn't be worried because that's how I got there. Little things like in the job situation, just keeping it very brief. You know, um, I had an intern uh, manager or team leader operation to where I didn't have the system. But in that situation, when I would get down because I couldn't even like discipline, not that I would, but I couldn't even like I had to manage it. And I, I don't know if they knew or didn't if it mattered, but I couldn't discipline anybody if I needed to or really like ask people to be held accountable if it came to that. I couldn't even do certain managerial things that, you know, the other managers had. But still, I looked at it like, man. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to make sure that I really grind it in here and work hard because when I do get the opportunity, I'm going to be that much better. I wanted to avoid stunted growth and I deal with a lot of things in life that same very way dealing with stunted growth. So I started to think about it and even, uh, you know, the YouTube show I was telling you about, and, and I mean, it just happens in a lot of people's lives. I mean, think about it somewhere in your life. It could be anything. You could be a good driver. You could be uh, the fastest eater. You could be the best exerciser. The fast anything. The, the world is the possibilities are endless. But somewhere you excel, and it's been some situation where, at some point in your life, or at some point within that situation, maybe. Uh, well, we're talking about excelling. Everybody has this situation in their life. I truly believe in something. It could be spitting grasshoppers. That's actually a sport where you excelled, right? And in some audience, it was a situation where you were just really good at it. They might call it gifted or a matter of fact, they would call it gifted or you were just born to do it. You're a natural things of that nature. And you just excelled and you were the best. And something happens where because of you being the best, you get moved to a bigger level or the next level. And all of a sudden, you're not the best. You're not the best anymore. You're actually more along the lines of the worst. And those same people that you looked around at in your previous stage, you were like, man, how are they now? I'm just breezing through. They working hard. I'm just able to do whatever this is easy. You're that person. So now let me give you guys a sports example, because this is what they say all the time. If you watch even ESPN or if you come across any type of sports outlet, ladies, men, uh, if you're with your men or if you already know, vice versa. You'll hear uh, when it comes time to recruit or get younger players from the collegiate area, they'll just be like, man, it's just a step faster in the NFL. (laughs) Man, it's just, I'm telling you, boy, but they get up there, it's just a step faster. Or even they'll do the interviews on the guys in the basketball or something. They'll be like, man, it's just, it's like a next level. It's like three or four steps faster, right? So I'll just, let me use me for an example real quick, because I don't want to go around too long. But like, even with music, right? So, My mother was real big. Even my grandmother was real big on always like, yo, you're going to learn an instrument. And I don't know if it was an instrument or we could choose. But long story short, that led me to at a young age, like really being into the piano. And even though I didn't retain much of it, which I learned at a later age, going back to it with my beats, uh, the violin, being in orchestras, right? Those stories I told you guys about even having to fake it one time with the violin. I had that advantage. And I slept on my advantage of my father, who is a computer genius, like he has degrees from Georgia Tech and was really trying to get me and my brother into it at a young age, which would later help me when it come to the production a- aspect or just even knowing how to get around a computer before you get into the systems. So I slept on that part. And when I did get involved with it. I was almost a natural with the making music and figuring out loop machines. And this is back when I was using like reason before YouTube and all of that. And around my friends who were rapping and getting opportunities to go to the studio and dealing with other people. Like I was good. I was above average. Everybody said I was dope. And as I went on, I learned little things, but I didn't go as hard as those people who were sitting there looking at it. Like I had stopped looking at it for eight hours a day. It was maybe, maybe eight hours a week. Or even longer than that. But I was still finagled with it. So I would go along. And when I came back to Atlanta. Within the aspect of throwing parties. And being in studios. And around big producers. Man I'll never forget this man. This was after a point where I had actually been in situations. With Future and in studio with Gotti. And a whole bunch of unknown people. And I had my actual studio downtown in Metropolitan Lofts. And um, I had been okay with that knowledge. Milked it. Come back a couple of years, somebody down in that same area, I went to their studio just on the humbug of visiting the studio space. And I let him hear a couple of my beats and we were in his setup. He was like, Okay, that's dope. He pulls up FL Studio. I'm like, Okay, some of that look familiar, but let me see what we gonna do. And he plays it, man. <laughs> If you're not a producer, somebody who deals with music and like sound forms and decibels and whatnot, you're not going to understand. If you even remotely understand that, even if it comes to the subwoofers in your call or just like dealing with music on like different wavelengths and levels and whatnot, man, his drop was so hard with a drum roll. Boom, 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 boom i can't even exaggerate i was sitting there and inside i was like holy but in my face i was like all right that's that's nice and that's when i realized yo that, that was just one of many opportunities where i had truly stunted my growth and it has happened more often than not even this opportunity and current opportunities, I don't count as successes. But if I were, there are very few amongst my failures. Now, in my situation, I can truly say that the main X factor is God. I've talked about it plenty of other episodes from a logical standpoint, and I only do that to justify people who may not believe or may not agree. I try to hit them with logic, like, "Yeah, you might say it's a it's, it's luck, but." 500 times lucky or you might say it's a coincidence but uh bumping the jay-z and drop my mixtape into is it cassette player is it, you know what i'm saying just to give you an example so in this situation i feel and it wasn't immediate Again, I was scared first, but with me being scared, I decided immediately to seek God, pray about it. And that led me to think, which I'm so into my devotionals, my mind brain, even if I wasn't a believer, is programmed to think certain things certain ways. And I was like, how am I going to depend on him, get here, and just be worried? If I just stick to the script, I'll be okay. He is my X factor. And so I'm not cocky about it. I know it's hard work. But I also know and am able to recall situations where I did it the hard way. Even when I talked about my music and one of the things that happened, go back and check the other episodes. I did things the hard way and not initially gladly. But after I thought about it proudly, because I was like, I know I'm going to get it to the easy way. And then it's going to be a super breeze. I didn't want to stump my growth subconsciously. So I was already, even though I was on top, doing it my way. chicken can tell doing it my way. I still started thinking, oh, oh no, nah, I ain't getting complacent. I need to be kicking tail doing the next level already. So then when I get there at the bare minimum, man, Jadakiss has one of my favorite bars of all times, man. I'm on top and y'all under me. So in the end, if I ain't in the middle, at least I'm going to be by your side. Think about that bars. So with that, I did some research. And all of those stories to tell you three things. And this is how he does it, too. So shout out to Stunted Growth, uh, the YouTube channel. Three things that can stunt your growth. Number one. Confirmation. Confirmation, like confirming. A yes man, some people might say. But let me put it to you in another way. Seeking ideas and information subconsciously that supports your belief. Solution, seek acceptance and opinion of something higher. Y'all know where I'm going. And it has to be number one. God, like too often I feel like people are um looking or they value the opinions of people who themselves don't even have good morals or not even decent people. They were like, why would you value the opinion of that person to begin with? You know, you have to seek acceptance higher and piggybacking off of that. Value or surround yourself with those that push you with your best interests at heart. God is number one with that. Outside of that, when it comes to, you know, human or amongst men, seek individuals like that. Sometimes that person you might be thinking is pushing you or criticizing you or critiquing you may be seeing something in you that you don't see in yourself. Stunt number two, conservation or conservation bias. Which is insufficient revising of one's beliefs when faced with new info or evidence. So, say for instance, you're that basketball player in college, and you know, the three point line starts to scoot back as you uh, step up. But I know one good stat that people point to that the average fan may not know about when it comes to basketball is if somebody's a decent three point shooter, But a so I'm saying anywhere between maybe like 35 percent or 45 percent, which is three to four out of every 10 threes, which is really just decent. But their free throw is like a 60 to 75 percent, which is like seven out of 10 uh, free throws. That's a flag on the play. They're not a real shooter. It might just be situations. It might just be the uh, system that you're in. Solution to that refuse to get comfortable and complacent adapt be aware of how comfortable you may be when you sitting around and you may be like man i can for me man i can look at this music program and at least update to the newest one but i'm fired without it be aware of those situations i always talk about me personally and my discipline even when it comes to doing chores or something like that if i walk past that uh a sink that's full of dishes and i just continue walking Cool. If I walk past that sink of dishes and I stop and I look and I commit some brain cells to being like, oh, man, I don't want to do it. There's that sink of dishes doing things like that. Boom. Immediately go do them dishes right then. Just little stuff like that is even going to help me and helps me at work, man. I don't want to really monitor this person first. Boom. I'm going to monitor them first or listen or whatever, wherever you're at in your life. Be adaptable, man. You got to know what's going on and know when someone may face with uh, face you with facts or ideas that may be something to consider. Uh, One person, I don't know who said this, but one person said acknowledge or trust, but verify. So you don't have to, uh, you know, accept it, but just to be open to it is enough. And if during that time of being adaptable, you see that the info may make sense. Go ahead and act on it. Stunt number three, conformity. Or as most people will say so casually, oh, he's a follower. They're a follower. Or on a deeper level, when in Rome, do his as Romans. People say that all the time, but let's examine that. Now, strategically, which is what the, whoever said that meant, when you're in Rome and surrounded by people who do things a certain way and you don't believe it at all, uh, it's not very smart, strategic, or good for your well-being to decide I'm just going to go against the whole grain. Nah, it's unstrategic. Not only that, um, conformity is those situations where even your behavior may be outside of, you know, your own personal morals, beliefs or your, you know, uh, contradictions. But yet, because everybody's doing it or everybody's saying that you go along with it, even like with this vaccine, man, I had to step back and reanalyze that. Everybody, Oh, I ain't going to get it. Even me. I was like, man, I ain't going to turn into no zombie. Then I realized my grandmother got it. She's 80 something. She's good. Father got it. He's 80 something. Man, these are people in my genes. I mean, I ain't going to say everybody else don't matter. But based on the genes and the studies within my family, uh, my probability of being alright with this vaccine is pretty high. Conformity, man. Don't be a follower, man. Solution. Dare to think different. And what I mean by that is if your convictions are different, go ahead and dare to do that. Embrace different mindsets and different ways of looking at things like that. Even with that, embrace difference like the mindset to say, hey, uh, you know what? Temporary hardships, temporary situations That, you know, I'm pretty positive the outlook is going to put me at a better uh, place. I'm going to embrace that. And not only that, work hard and try to learn something. Because when I do get there, it won't be as heavy. You know what I mean? Let me put it in a football way real quick for y'all as I wrap this up, man. If you're a quarterback and you're coming out of high school, you can go to a great program like Alabama. Which has great division, one five-star offensive linemen. And this is just facts. I'm not hating. I'm a Bulldog fan, but this is just facts. Just peep this. Or you could be that person who goes to Tennessee. I won't use Bulldogs. Who has a okay offensive lineman, but you're confident in your work ethic and your factor. Because you know if you ball out there when you get to the NFL, even the worst offensive linemen are going to be better than this. You're going to be ready and ahead of the curve. Now, not to drag Alabama. But how many NFL quarterbacks do they have that, like, you actually know? Like, even with me being a Georgia fan, I can at least say Matthew Stafford, who's at least in the news right now because of a recent trade. And why did I use University of Tennessee? Because my favorite quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback of all time uh, in the NFL, played there and went through a similar situation, and that's Peyton Manning. All right? So, again, conformity. Man, you got to stand with the courage of your conviction. You have to be prepared to take, you know, uh, spiritually wise risk if necessary. You may fail, especially in this world. If you take a spiritual risk, you're more likely to fail because the whole other rest of the world isn't living like that. And your spiritual, you know, risk isn't going to be in Rome doing as the Romans do. Ooh, that correlation. Y'all will get that later. Um, and it's going to be a problem. You know, even when it comes to wanting more and always trying to acquire and this idea of like more and more more, I got to get to the next level. Even with this job, I felt myself, you know, being knowledgeable about business. I looked at the, the, the salary difference and I felt myself for a second. Well, man, how much the OM make? What metrics do I have to meet to get to the OM level so I can see what that and I had to come back and be like, hold up, man. Let me let me let me learn and, and be OK with where I'm at. Let me not want more. And with that, I'm going to leave y'all. With a Proverbs, which is the devotional of one of the devotions that I am is all Proverbs, which is just straight bars and wisdom. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 16. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. All right. And we're going to wrap it up. Season three, episode two, Stunted Growth. I love y'all. I don't want to hold y'all too long. I'm trying to stick to my time schedule that I got behind the scenes here. But I got to say, my spill, man, maybe you right there on the edge. Maybe you think you've done so much. You've actually grinded and did your hardest blood, sweat and tears. And you're like, there's nothing more I can do. It's just not going to work out or you don't see an exit. I got this promotion one week before my year anniversary, which was my time in my head mentally when I was going to have to start making some adult decisions. Maybe you don't believe in yourself or you doubt, you know, that you're doing it the right way, even though you're doing it the righteous way. Don't give up. I believe in you. Push through, man. That next step is always your breakthrough in the next level to start learning and avoiding stunted growth. I love y'all. Thank you for rocking with me. Medicine Ball Attire and Gear next week. I'm so excited. Check my uh, social medias and it'll be up there early until we meet next week. Y'all stay up. Yeah, yeah.